listening to We Watch Movies. I'm Ava. And I'm Jenna. And we watch movies. So this week we watched Fatherhood, which came out on Netflix on, I think it was the 18th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it stars Kevin Hart, Anthony Kerrigan, um, and a bunch of people. So, um... Well, not a bunch of people I know. Just like, the, I think those are the only two I recognize. Um, but anyways, it's about um, Kevin Hart, who is, he plays Matt, Math, Matt Loglin. Um, and he, he is a new father. And his, his wife died, like, the day that her daughter was born. So he has to raise this child on his own, and he's, like, trying to figure it out. And, yeah. Um, anyways, Jenna, what was your initial reaction? I didn't mind this movie. It, it was nice. I There were parts that I liked. There were parts that I didn't. I went back and forth a lot on how much I liked this movie, because sometimes I'd be like, oh, this is nice, and then the next scene would happen, and I'd be like, I don't really like this anymore. Yeah, like there were there were some times that were boring and sometimes that were like really good. Um, I do have to say, I haven't seen a lot of Kevin Hart's work in the past. I've really only seen the Jumaji movies. Um, and I I don't know, I just I I was kind of surprised. I thought that his I don't that's mean. Um <laughs> Um, he, he's a better actor than I thought he was, um, because I've seen, I've, you know, I, cause he mostly does, like, comedy stuff, right? Yeah, he, I think he is, like, a comedian, and I hadn't really seen him, him in any, like, a more serious role, so it's just, I didn't see his range. Yeah, I was, like... Because I recently saw a movie where they casted a comedian in a more serious role, and he it was just really uncomfortable. Um, it wasn't the best. What movie? Unfortunately. That was um, Spiral. Oh. He was just... I mean, no hate, but it was just, like, awkward. It was really weird. Um... But anyways, I I was expecting something along those lines to happen. But no, I think there was there was some pretty good range there and I was I was really surprised um pleasantly, which was great. Um Yeah, I think there was I think there was a lot of charisma in this cast um with, you know, the main two characters which were Matt and then his daughter Maddie. <laughs> Matt and Maddie. Um, I think that the, the girl, she was, she was really cute. Um, she annoyed me sometimes, but that's what happens with most children. Um, there are children. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I, I did enjoy this movie. Um, it's not like my favorite thing in the world, but I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing like, so like erroneous about it that I was like I hate everything about this experience I regret this totally but it's also not a movie like I feel the need to revisit in any capacity because it, it was fine yeah I 
I definitely, I, I'm pretty solidly agreeing with, I think, the Rotten Tomatoes, because they gave it a 67, yeah. which I think is pretty fair. Um, because I probably wouldn't go higher than a 70-something, but, like, I wouldn't want to go any lower than a 67, because it was good, it was watchable. Um, so, uh, sometimes the characters were annoying. Um, not, not necessarily Matt, but, like, Maddie was annoying sometimes, but mostly, mostly my, my main annoyances, my main peeves came from Marion, um, his mother-in-law. Oh my god, there were so many times I wanted to slap her. She, like, she, she had, like, no shame, really. Like, I was so mad, like, how dare she suggest that she just takes the kid immediately, like, she she has no faith in Matt. She's like, oh, either you're gonna uproot your uproot your entire life and come live in Minnesota, or I'm just gonna take your child away from you. She has no right to say that. No, and like the fact that she was like also adding to like the I don't think you could take care of this child thing. Like he he's her father. Like you like so like because I know they always brought up the whole thing like he's barely prepared he like didn't set up he hasn't even set up the crib yet like the baby was also like two weeks early by the mm -hmm. way so just yeah I don't know I feel like they always brought up these things and it's like but you're not giving him a chance you're just adding to his doubt that he can actually do this which isn't helping anything yeah like everybody just kept pushing this idea on him that he was gonna fail and he was pretty confident in his abilities at the beginning and then that just got worse and then it got better once everybody stopped telling him that he was gonna fail and it was just so annoying i was like geez this this guy right now he may be struggling but also he he's grieving and he's trying to do something that would be difficult for literally anybody on the face of the planet and I think I think there's just such a such a like a double standard there, which they they did like kind of highlight the the double standard when it comes to new parenting, um, in this movie, which I liked because I I, I do like it when um when movies like show you know fathers that aren't deadbeats and are actually capable, which this movie definitely did, um. Because, I mean, even if it, it... Say it were the other way around, and Matt died, and Liv was... Er, Liv, Liz was the one who lived. I feel like she would struggle just as much raising the child by herself. Except for maybe the fact that she wouldn't need to use a bottle, you know? Yeah. I agree. And there, was, there were a lot of different moments where they kind of brought that up. And the one that I liked was, like, the new parent meeting where he goes because like he, yeah he's a new parent and he doesn't he's kind of doing it alone so he doesn't know anything and at first group is like this is for new mothers and he's like no look look at the sign but then they do start helping him eventually and i was like i i, I liked how they they did eventually start helping him because like d don't be mean to other new parents no one knows what they're doing gotta help each other out and it's just it, just the idea that like mothers are the ones taking care of the kids is clearly flawed. So I, I enjoyed how this movie kind of looked at fatherhood in a good way and like in a positive way that wasn't like oh look 
his dad is really bad at being a dad and like that's a problem. It's like, no, he's learning and he's struggling, but he still loves his daughter and he just wants to do the best that he can. Challenge gender roles, guys. Woot woot. Um, yeah, no, but that, that's definitely, that was definitely a good theme that they had. Um, and I, I, I it, it just, it does, it does bother me a lot when people are like, oh my gosh, dads can't do it, blah, blah, blah. But like, clearly he can, because what, she was like, gotta be at least like five by the end of the movie, right? Yeah, she was like in what? Well, she was in school by the end of the movie. So was that like kindergarten or first grade? I don't know. I mean, like... I don't don't really pay attention to anybody, like, lower than sophomore year right now. (laughs) That's fair. So she was, like, five or six. Yeah. Ish. Um... I, I did notice a lot of this movie kind of reminded me of... I don't know. If, have you seen the movie The Game Plan with The Rock? It was a Disney Channel movie in 2007. I don't think so. What what was the plot of that movie? Okay, so this this girl named Peyton, um, she goes and she... She finds her dad, which is Joe Kingman, who is, like, this football guy. And she goes up to his um, door, and she's like, Hi, you're my dad. And then he's like, uh. And then he has to, like, take care of her for a little bit. And, like, and he's kind of a sucky dad, but he's, like, learning. And then he kind of gets the hang of it. I don't know. It was kind of similar to, um, to some of the things that happened in this movie. Um, I haven't seen that movie in a million years, though. I forgot it even existed. Um, it's just one of those movies that just, like, I remember random things about it, but don't remember it was actually a movie. Um, until, like, today, when I watched Fatherhood. I was like, oh yeah, this kind of reminds me of that movie. But this one was better, I think. Yeah, for whatever reason, this movie felt very reminiscent of other things, but I couldn't tell you what those other things are. Yeah, I feel, but I I mean, I feel like it's pretty, it's a pretty universal story. I mean, like, a lot of people are going to be parents eventually, and a lot of people are single parents, and they're, they're forced into that, maybe in circumstances that they are not excited for, and they feel underprepared, and it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's a good, it's a good, like, reminder, like, hey, here's, um... Here's this, like, example of a story where this guy did it successfully, you know? And I think it might have even said that it was based off of a true story. I don't know if that's true. I have to look at that again. But for some reason, I thought I read that somewhere. Oh my gosh. If it, Which is, if nice. it is, that would be really cute. Um, oh, fatherhood, true story. What inspired the Netflix movie? Interesting. Interesting. I I do wonder what caused the um the what was it a pulmonary embolism with Liz? I want was that like a part? 
Did, did the hospital do something wrong? Was it a complication with the C-section or the medication or something? Because they didn't really explain that very much. It might have just been, like, a complication from, like, the pregnancy and, like, the C-section that the hospital just either missed any warning signs or it just happened. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't do medicine. I don't know medical things. But, I mean, pregnancy, like, can have a lot of risks. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something went wrong. Yeah, there were, there were just, like, a couple of, like, questions that ended up just, like, dangling in the air. Like, I did wonder when he just kind of, like, left his friend to go to Croatia by himself. I, I wonder if he was, like, if they were trying to say that he was going to quit his job or not take the promotion or something. Or if he was just, like, opting out of that one trip or something. But I feel like he would get in a lot of trouble if he just opted out of the trip. So I don't know if that was implying something, if I'm just slow, um, or if it was like, if it, if it's just supposed to be ambiguous, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know, because I came up with like a bunch of different ideas and I was like, I mean, I guess these could all work, but just something like that felt a little unsatisfying that we don't know what happened because it ultimately doesn't really matter in some capacity like sure like does it matter if he loses his job or keeps it or if he gets like a really big promotion with the big salary or not but I'm, at the same time like i don't want to be left thinking about what happened to his job i want to be left thinking about like the father and the daughter so it's kind of annoying that like that was the big thing that i left the movie with my mind on not the actual emotional core of the story yeah because also they like they kind of made it a big deal like they were like oh he needs to juggle his kid and his work which is difficult for him because he was supposed to have his wife there um to take care of the kid while he was at work and now he like he doesn't have that so it, it was kind of a big deal i think but they didn't follow up on it like they kept building up oh is his work gonna take priority is he finally gonna make his kid a priority um, which he ended up doing, but they didn't say how far that priority, like, extended, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And just another thing with the work stuff, I couldn't tell if it was, like, realistic that, like, it would work out like that for him. Because I, I was watching, I was like, is this a thing that, like, actually happens for people in workplaces when they have kids? Like, I mean, I know nothing about, like, having a desk job. Or something like that. But still, I was just watching it. I was like, is this real realistic? I, I couldn't tell. I highly doubt it. Yeah. I don't think that, like, any office job would let you just take a infant to work. You know? I, I, I highly doubt that. Yeah, because that's what I thought. And I was like, has... I, I mean, I don't know, has the job market improved for people with <laughs> new kids? I was like, I don't think this would really happen, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess his boss liked him. And, I mean, it might happen, like, rarely. But, like, that kind of bothered me because it felt, like, just so absurd that it could actually work out like that. That it kind of felt like a cheat. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to work our way around this. And I was like, oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I really felt about that, like, part in the story. I mean, I suspended my disbelief for that sort of p 
part of the story, you know? But, um... It was kind of weird. And there were, there were other parts, like, where just, like, the work and the kid collided. Because there was that part where he was on a... Um, a business Zoom call and she was just like being so obnoxious oh my god I would have pushed her out of the room I would have like I would have kicked her out of the room and then I would have locked the door and continued my meeting cause like like seriously she that that's n no uh 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 child Dang. you may not intense work worker he, like, kept his cool. He was, like, so patient. And, like, I was, I was, like, wow. He's just, he's just putting up with it. He's not yelling. I would have gotten so mad. I would have been so mad. But also, like, I don't know what it's like when it's, like, your kid. If it's somebody else's kid, I get annoyed pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, I guess it changes when it's, like, your actual kid and it's not just some hypothetical child that you're dealing with. But still, like, I, I don't know. I feel like Kevin Hurt's character just got incredibly lucky with the way that his cards went out in this movie. Where I was like, I am suspending my disbelief, even though this is a contemporary story about fatherhood that's also trying to be fairly realistic to the struggle. So they just felt like a little insincere, like, ah, uh, yes, we, we are painting the struggle, but at the same time, here are some things that our character is doing that wouldn't necessarily work out in the real world for most everyone. Hmm. I do, um, I don't know how, like, uniform schools work. I feel like... I... I don't know, do you think that they would have been more, like, if this was, like, happening, like, this moment, do you think the school would have been more lenient to allow girls to wear the pants, or do you think it's, like, a, an actual thing? Because they're like, no. Uh, I mean, I guess it would depend on the school, and I think it was, like, a real, like, was it, like, a Catholic school? I had none. Yeah, it was. So, like, I don't know if they would be yeah. more strict than just, like, maybe a non-religious public school. Like, I don't know, like, mm -hmm. I feel like some schools would be even more strict about it. Like, I guess it depends on, like, how, like, what's the word I want, like, for lack of a better word, like, rich? Prestigious, that's the word I want, the how, like, prestigious uh. the school is. But even then, like, they're, they're little kids. Like, why? Why are you this strict about your dress Personally, code? Personally, if I were... I don't know, if I were running a modest school, yeah, I don't know, if I if I were running a modest school and there was a playground, and there was little children, there were boys involved, I would rather the girls to be in pants, you know? Because, like, I don't know, do, do boys even still look up girls' skirts? Is that still a thing? I know that was a thing in, like, the 80s. Or well, I feel like a lot less girls wear skirts. Like, just thinking about, like, yeah. In our school, like, I wear skirts sometimes. Rarely. But they're also, like, really long skirts. But, like, I'm in the minority there if I wear a skirt. Like, most people just wear pants. Yeah. Yeah. Pants are just easier. I know. But I don't know. I Also, the whole, like, boys' underwear thing. I get her wearing, like, boys' clothes and stuff. 
like maybe she's a tomboy or whatever i don't really care but boys underwear fit completely differently like completely differently mm. like you can't i don't i don't think you could just go and wear i mean well i mean you could but i feel like it wouldn't be as comfortable like you could just get her like a solid color and they don't need to have like flowers on it if she doesn't want something super curly but like because then that was the whole thing the guys looked up her skirt and they were like hey, she's wearing boys underwear <laughs> and then she like fell on them or whatever but I don't know I just I feel like that part that part was weird that was a little bit much for me when they were trying to be like oh she's not like other girls that was a bit much I feel like even the tomboyest of tomboys are gonna wear the right shaped underwear. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I didn't fully, like, get where they were, like, trying to go with that other than, like, oh no, she was bullied. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to amount to something, but then where it ultimately ended up going was not good enough or just wasn't thought through and just at the same time like if you have a dress code I can understand if a student doesn't wear like a part of the uniform that you provide them like a student shows up wearing like a shirt that isn't part of the uniform like I get being like we have a uniform we have a dress code and you're violating it but if a student is wearing instead of like the school skirt they're wearing like the school pants I don't see how that's necessarily an issue. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, since it is a true story, maybe that's what happened. But if that, if there's like any dramatization about what specifically happened and it's all like, oh, she wanted to wear boys underwear or something. I don't know. It just felt really forced. Mm. So if it's real, I mean, that's fine. If it was like fake and written in to add more drama or something, that's kind of like where I'm like, mm, it's just like doesn't work, you know? Um, Cause like, I, I, I just, I felt like the bullying storyline was kind of rough. Um, unless it was real and kids were actually that weird about everything, then like, I don't know, kids are kids and that's fine. Can't hold it against the true events of the story. Um, but if that's not the true events of the story and they added that, then I'm like, why? Why, why? I mean, I guess you needed drama, but like I feel like there are other things to bully somebody about. I feel like I don't know. I don't, there's there's some other way that they could have bullied her, but whatever. Taken out of context, that's like a horrible sentence. But <laughs> but even then, like even if it was real, the way that they put it into the story didn't feel right either. So even if you were keeping it in there to like keep the integrity of the story you're telling intact just it felt very disconnected from everything else and it didn't flow right so even if they're like oh well it did actually happen so it's not like we wrote it weirdly it's like well you didn't really develop that whole thread of maddie getting bullied for what she was wearing it just kind of popped up sometimes and then it went away again and it wasn't really dealt with yeah, and I feel like being bullied over, like, something you're wearing is such, like, a a common thing that comes about in movies, but also just, like, in life. 
And I don't know, I feel like there are better ways that they could have just like shown that and shown how it like affected her because they could have talked, I don't know, it just, it felt like everything, it felt, you know, you know when you watch like a, a Disney Channel show, right? And you can tell it was written by like grown adults about like teenagers and the insults are like really dumb and like just sound, sound fake. That's kind of how it felt. It just, I mean, I know they were kids, but like, it was, I don't know, it was a, it was a little, it just, I, yeah, I, I guess it just comes down to it could have been written a little bit smooth, smoother, I guess. Cause like, I don't know, I just, it just all felt like some, it, it felt similar to like, that scene in Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but like worse. <laughs> you know? You never want to be called something like Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but worse. Just that's that's just right to the heart criticism. Ouch. Okay, are you claiming that Shark Boy and Lava Girl is not a pure masterpiece? No, I'm saying that because it's so good, but then being like you, you think you're gonna be like compared to this masterpiece, but then it's like, oh, but it's worse, just ouch, you know. It's rough to do that to a person, you know, Eva. <laughs> yeah. Um, but something that I did kind of notice about this movie kind of, that you like to talk about is the music in the movie. What did you think of the soundtrack, Jenna? This is really embarrassing because I actually have no outstanding thoughts about the soundtrack of this movie. Oh. <laughs> Wait, well, wow, what were you your really thoughts? We could trade places. Bad, what were yours? Oh. Well, most of my thoughts came from the fact that like, at the beginning they did one of those like montages. When the baby was born, they're like, oh, hi, baby. Ah, ha, ha, music, music, la, la, la. You know, it was one of those things that everything was happy, and I was like, um, bit much? Bit, bit much. It was just, it was like very, it was a very cliche moment. But like, I get that they were trying to do, they were like, oh, look how happy they are, and then let's cut it out, you know? But, um, yeah, they put, they put music there. I, I didn't really pay much attention to anywhere else of the music, but I did notice that bit of music, and I was like, mm, it just, mm. yeah, I, I, it's an incredible. Yeah. I cannot remember like a single piece of music that was in this movie, so maybe that describes what the movie was like in this, what the music was like in this movie. But well, they used they used um Hozier. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah, I do remember that. That was good. That was that was the montage. I like the song, not the not the montage. Yeah, no, I liked the song too. I was like, oh, this song is nice. But like to talk about that beginning again, I think the intro went on for way too long. Like including like the mm -hmm. like literally everything that had to do with like the funeral and the wake went on for far too long for me. I'm sorry. They needed to get to the point. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have a problem with the length. Um, but, like, I feel like if it went longer, I would have had a problem with the length, so I guess I'll agree with you. Um, like, it could have been worse. They definitely- But I feel like they 
could have picked up the pace a little bit, and I think it would have been okay to do that. Yeah, they definitely could have done that. It, it, I feel like... I don't know, this is like... They're trying to introduce... They, they were trying to get us to think that um, Matt and Liz were like the OTP and like, oh, they're such a cute couple. Man, I love Liz and then kill Liz off so that we'd be sad about it. Because like, if you just immediately kill Liz off, then you don't feel sad about Liz dying. Mm -hmm. So I guess they were trying to like introduce her a little bit so that we would get attached. But like, it was there wasn't enough time to do that. And so they ended up spending an awkward amount of time doing that. So I, I didn't really care about her, but I mean, it, I did, I do see what they were going for, and that the scene in the hospital was pretty powerful, so I'll, I'll give it to them. I like that scene. Well, I didn't like it, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying what was in it was bad, I just think it, the, the length of it took away from the emotional meaning, because like, we already know what happens if you know what the movie is about. So I feel like they could have focused on yeah. other things, like you said, like actually making Liz more of a character than an idea. Because showing, because like, even though they try to do some of the development of like their relationship with like them being at like the doctor's visit and then them in the hospital with Maddie. But even then, like showing us the person like right before they die in the place they're going to die doesn't do that much for us like if they had done more of like if they had saved the montage for their actual like relationship leading up to them being in the hospital to give birth i feel like that would have worked better i think i would have preferred if they like sprinkled more flashbacks throughout because like they started it with this like sprinkling of flashbacks and i feel like they could have made liz more of a character that way and sort of showed more of like more of their connection and then like maybe more things like he would like be doing something with Maddie and then like oh Maddie reminds me of her mother or something and then he'll have like a flashback I don't know because they used flashbacks for like other things but I feel like we could have had more Liz flashbacks I don't know I don't know why I want more of Liz I just do yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have minded making her more of a character because she had such a huge presence in all of the characters' like minds and emotions that, like, it, when they would be grieving her, it rang a little hollow because, of course, I feel for them and, of course, I feel horrible that she died. But at the same time, like, I, the audience, did not really know this person. So it's hard for me to, like, feel grief that this character died. Because I, I I didn't know her. It's horrible that it happened, but okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely get what you're saying. And I totally agree. I feel like it's definitely it could have definitely benefited from a little bit more a little bit more of Liz, a little bit more understanding of her as a character and like her significance to everybody. Um that might have helped that might have also helped develop Matt too because I mean Matt I, I mean we got a lot from him but like we didn't get much of his past we we got some random like tidbits like oh my dad sucks but that's basically all that they kind of told us about his past um and I feel like we could have gotten more about him through flashbacks about Liz yeah like I mean I don't like it really wouldn't have hurt to see Liz a little more 
and another thing that could have been cool, since they, like, went from infant to, like, toddler, it would have been cool if, like, at the end of the movie, if they wanted to go later on in Maddie's life. Like, they did keep alluding to college or whatever. It would have been cool if, like, it ended at, like, a flash forward, maybe. Yeah. To, like, show us that Maddie turned out okay. Be like, hey, look, Maddie's going to college. Um... Also, I don't know how old Maddie is right now, like the real world Maddie. So maybe she's not even in college yet. Oh yeah, that is true. But I don't know, I feel like that that could have been an okay creative liberty to take. To be like, oh yeah, she goes to college. Or something, I don't know. And then I feel like it would it would have been it would have been cute because it could have like Showing her going off to college. She could be like a grown woman. She could be wearing the necklace and everything. And then Matt could be like, oh, that's my that's my girl. That's my child. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the movie is fine without any of this, but I feel like it could have been made a lot better. You know, I think. I think just like as a movie it's fine. Like I feel like that's that's like I don't know, it's like it's like a pretty good kind of movie. Like if I were to just give it a generic adjective, pretty good would be a pretty good adjective to use. <laughs> um I wasn't like blown away, but I wasn't bored. I, I, there were moments that I thought were really funny. There were moments I thought were cute. There were moments I thought were emotional, which I feel like it had a good balance. Cause like, we all, we all know how I feel about movies that don't have a balance. It bothers me a lot. Um, like I just, I despise movies that don't have a balance of like vibes. And this had a balance, so that was good. Um, and, and I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I feel like I would recommend this to people if you like that kind of, like, feel-good family-type movie. Um, it's not, like, the most epically exciting movie. It's not the most funny movie. It's not the most depressing movie. It's just, like, it's like a Goldilocks kind of movie. So if you want just something that's, like, a little bit better than average, it's a good movie. Yeah, I I would agree with that analogy of Goldilocks. And another thing, I I knew Kevin Hart was in this movie, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a comedy or not. So I was a little relieved that it had a more somber tone with some comedic elements in it. And the comedy didn't always work for me, but it also wasn't like atrocious by any means, because again, it had a balance of hey, look, we actually have this emotional core, and that's what we're going to follow, but we are going to find some humor along the way, and I feel like that was a better approach than we are purely trying to be as funny as possible in this movie, and we'll sprinkle in some emotion as an afterthought, because that, like, never works for me. I cannot deal with, like, just straight comedy movies, because they're almost never funny. Literally, what was that? What was that one that tried to do something like that? That was a what, Thunder Force. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, that was Thunder Force. <laughs> or like also Hubie Halloween. That was a that was a time. Yikes. Um, 
but yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, I feel like also something that this movie did well was like a lot of the interactions between the characters felt like something that like real people would actually say and like ways that some of them would really interact. Um, like, I don't know, there's this interaction between Matt and, um, what, she, she ended up being called Swan, right? Yeah, they ended up calling her Swan, but her real name was like Liz or Lizzie. Was her last name Swanson or something? Like, oh, maybe that's what that was. Let me, let me see what her character name is, because I'm just curious now. If she's a Swanson. If her name is just Swan on Google. What? Um. Google. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know why her name was Swan. Um, but the Calder Swan. Um, but, like, there was, like, some interactions between her and, um, Matt that they seemed to have, like, genuine chemistry. Some of the things that they said felt, like, natural. Um, of course there were moments when things that the characters say said did not quite feel natural. But I feel like it had a pretty high success rate in terms of feeling natural. Yeah, and I, I looked it up, and it, in Wikipedia it says that her name is Lizzie Swan. Oh. And that's da that's her last name, or is that just saying it as her nickname? There's no, like, dash or anything. So it looks like a first and last name, but who knows? It's also Wikipedia. Well, let's hope that that's her last name, because that's what I was assuming. I don't know, Swan was kind of random. I was like, are they trying to do some symbolism? Because, like, ducks or whatever. But, like, no, I, I, I would have liked them to address that a little bit because they went from calling her Hank to calling her Swan. Just, like, instantaneously. Like, maybe if they mentioned her last name at, like, one point in time in the movie, it would have made more sense. I don't know, but that's really nitpicky of me. Yeah, I accidentally threw my earbud, but I agree with you. <laughs> I was like, what's that noise going on on Jenna's side? Nope, I accidentally ripped my earbud out of my ear because I'm, you know, 39 episodes strong and I am just still so amazing at this. Oh my gosh, you said 39 like exactly at minute 39 of this recording. That's a little weird. Wow, that was crazy, Jenna. It's like you have, like, superpowers. I know, I should just retire from this now. You can find someone else to fill my spot. Paper. No! Uh-uh. <laughs> no, if anybody's leaving, it's me for game theory. Or film theory, sorry. That's the only- that's my one condition of leaving, is if Matt Pat says that he wants me more. Well, that's a relief. We're stuck with each other. <laughs> Until Matt Pat finally notices you. Uh, yeah. Until Matt Pat notices me. Um Yeah, we're we're just gonna be chilling. Oh my gosh, I yesterday we had this this interaction that's gonna be in the um as of filming this right now, it's it's Friday. Um well, not filming, recording, because I'm gonna be away next Wednesday. Um, but, so, yesterday, as of today, 
so Thursday, I was at Six Flags and I was vlogging in public because I guess I'm a vlogger now or something. Um, and this group of people were like, oh my gosh, should I be in your vlog? And I was like, okay. And then um, the, <laughs> they were like, wait, are you famous? I was like, no. Like, how many subscribers do you have? I was like, 34. <laughs> they were like, wow, you just gotta, you gotta keep grinding. But like, <laughs> it was funny because it kind of looked like they they were like, see, really hoping that I was gonna say, oh yes, I have like 2 million followers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you're vlogging like it was plenty. <laughs> plenty the vlogger. That's still my prized possession. It's not a possession, it's a creation. What am I saying? It's magnum opus. Yeah, no one wants to see yeah. my crocodile video. Well, nobody wants to compare it to playing the vlogger. Nobody wants to nobody wants to follow that amazing act. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay, um we're off topic. Um What else do we have to talk about this movie? Oh yes! Um Oscar. Did you recognize him? He, that is Victor Zaz from Gotham, right? Yeah, he I is. Recognized I recognized someone. I was like, oh my god, wait a minute. He was in something else too, isn't he? Because we, I watched an episode of Gotham last night with my dad. It was a good episode. I should. I want to rewatch. Oh like yeah, he was four. in. I'm on season four. Right oh, now. it's the best. He's in one. Bill and Ted Face the Music. I saw that in the drive-in when it came out. I was like, oh, I recognize him. Yeah, I think I only know him from Gotham. Yeah. I, um... I don't know if I recognized anybody else in this movie. I don't think I did. Wait! What? What? Okay, wait, 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 wait. I didn't think I recognized this woman. Do I actually recognize this woman? Who? <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, um, Marion was in, um, Captain America Civil War. Wait, who was she? Because she did look familiar. Oh, I knew she was familiar. I knew she was familiar, but I wasn't sure <gasps> from. Oh wait, um, was she, she was... was she the mom who was grieving her son that yeah, died? She was the she was the angry. <gasps> That's why she looked familiar. Why is Kevin Feige listed in the cast of Civil War? Literally, just everybody is listed in the cast of Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Was he like an no, extra? No, but I stand Kevin Feige. Why is Josh Peck <laughs> listed in the cast of Civil War? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Well, that was that was uh, that was an adventure. Did I recognize anybody else in this cast? Do I recognize this woman? No, I absolutely do not recognize this woman. She is from a lot of animated films stuff but I feel like I don't know I knew that woman looked I knew that um, Marion felt kind of familiar but I was like mm, I don't recognize her I don't think yeah yeah that would explain but I that. guess I did oh my gosh that's just that's just like how I feel all the time it's weird 
it's like I'll recognize somebody but like not know what's from and then it turns out they're from something really random. Wait, what was this woman? Why? Wait, now I'm confused. Why is she in the cast but she has no character name? So apparently, um, Swan was in Captain Marvel in some capacity. Um, but I don't know what she was. She's weird. Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> no, but this happens a lot with, like, Supernatural, which I feel like I've mentioned before, but I feel like everybody's been on Supernatural. Which, if you're listening and you're a Supernatural fan, um... There's gonna be a prequel show coming out. It's the um, the story of John and Mary Winchester, like before the events of the of the show, um, being produced by Jensen and Daniel Ackles. So if you're excited for that, I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, so you should definitely be excited for that. Um, there, there's gonna, like watch it enjoy it it's, it's pretty great there's gonna be a prequel yes why'd you say it like that there's gonna be more supernatural <laughs> yes there is and i'm gonna enjoy every second of it oh my word there's gonna be more yes there you say that like you've watched it all I no, I say it like I haven't watched any of it, and I'm just so mind boggled by it. While you're sitting here, like, yeah, now I'm never gonna watch any of it because I can't commit to that. No, I really can't. I'm sorry, 15 seasons that's a bit excessive, but like when you're watching it, it feels like five minutes. It took me. You just once you're in. Once you're into Supernatural, you can't get out, and you just- I would watch that show for like 38 seasons, I swear to god. It took me a little over three months to watch five seasons of Gotham. It would take me a year to watch all of Supernatural. I did like- I think I- I think I watched all of Supernatural in like a few months, maybe? But I've actually, if I'm thinking about it, like, actually, I've only actually watched it from beginning to end once because of, um, I haven't rewatched it since season 15 ended, which I should. It's summertime. It's time for me to rewatch it. No, wait. That's a different show. I rewatched Supernatural in November. Sorry. That was really weird. I just, that was my inner monologue, um, confusing myself. But yeah, so... Wait, so what's the prequel gonna be like? Unnatural? Like... It's gonna... I think it's called The Winchesters. Um... Well, that's silly. What do you mean that's silly? It should be called, like, pre-natural. Pre-natural? Yeah. Pre <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... You know what? If you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. You're right. I don't have to watch it, and I won't. What? Wait. 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 Oh, my gosh. I just saw an article that I need to read. Um. Anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyways. Um, wait, 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 wait. You can't leave us on that cliffhanger and not explain what the article was. 
it says that, uh, it says that, um, they didn't tell, um, Jared Padalecki about it. And he, he found out about it on Twitter and now he's sad. Oh my gosh. He's quote, it's his quote. This is the first I've heard about it. I'm gutted because he hasn't had any. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna. I need to go like cry or something because that's. That, this is. This, this podcast episode took a turn. Um. Thank you so much for listening this far. Um. <laughs> Uh, you can you can listen on other platforms unless you're on other platforms. Whatever platform you're on, subscribe or follow or whatever, like and comment and share and all that good stuff. If you're on, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube, if you're not on YouTube already, we have other content that comes out weekly. And also, right now, I'm on a little vlogging adventure, so that's fun. Um, and then, yeah. So it, I, I I hope you enjoy. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok too. That's really fun. Um, and it means a lot when you do so, so thank you so much. Um, Jenna, have you anything to add? You know, it really does take a village, or in this case, it, it takes your weird boss and your somewhat complacent co-workers, um, your friends who just like to play poker and can be kind of, uh, out of touch with reality, and your grieving in-laws that, uh, don't really like you because in-laws to raise a child. Okay, bye!